Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, the midday show with Andy and Randy with you here Tuesday afternoon. A lot of, lot of Falcons, a lot of NFL over the next 45 minutes. NFL no huddle, just a couple minutes away. 20 minutes from now, we'll let you hear a portion of the Raheem Morris sit down with Dukes and Bell and a portion of the Terry Fontenot interview as well. The back page with Bo at 1240. They needed, they needed you in Vegas last night, Randy. What's that? Reportedly. Uh-huh. A player in town for the Super Bowl uh-huh. was attacked by a coyote. What? At Lake Las Vegas last night. They, what the hell are they doing at, at a, out in the lake? I don't know. At night. They needed you. Oh, no. I they mean, needed the wildlife uh, fighter. I, I mean, you know me, dog. I, I, bring, I, I come I comes to, you know, come with mine. But like, as I said on Friday, I ain't looking for trouble. But I'm not going to concede the fact that you're going to kill me. And that's all. <laughs> right. You know, I mean, you let me... You, 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 I'll fight a tiger if I have to. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'll be at the pearly gates with fur in my hand. Right. I, like, that tiger going to know. Like he, he was in a war. You're just not you're not conceding defeat beforehand. Exactly. Because like Bo said last week, one of the many great uh, inspiring quotes we've had on the show the last couple of weeks is if if you feel that way, you've already lost. Yeah. So that's what if I'm you saying. think you're going to lose, yeah, you've already I'm lost. Probably, he's probably going to kill me, but damn it, he going to know he fought Randy. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I like your chances versus a coyote, though, especially to, way hey, more than a tiger. You could take a coyote. Yeah, I mean, you could yeah. take a coyote. I'm just saying. I ain't going to let him just kill me. Like, I'm the take... guy didn't die. Okay, we don't know who it is, oh. or even if this is true, but okay. it was tweeted by a, a major Las Vegas news outlet That's last bad. Night. That's yeah. bad. Coyotes are like the crackheads of dogs, so you got those. Coyotes are the crackheads of dogs. I'd like to hear more about that. I, <laughs> well, they're skinny, okay, and they sure go around begging for scraps, Okay, fair and they steal from people. A lot of energy. Yeah. That's yeah. Crackhead. Okay. Yeah. Those that's are all. Those are all crackhead that's a, symptoms. That's a crackhead baby. right there, man. Ursha think he's slick. Hard to beat a crackhead though. Yeah, because they. It's hard to catch him. Yeah. Uh, Ursha think he's slick. Ursha gonna. He gonna. Have, I'm, gonna him, I'm gonna call him Ursha because of the simple fact he think he's slick. How you gonna have tickets? You gonna. You gonna request have, have a concert and put it out there right around this time? My wife just texted me talking about something. That would be a great Valentine's Day gift. Ursa tickets. I would say, based on everything you just said, he is slick. He's slick, man. Yeah. <laughs> he is I think slick. He, I think he's slick. That's what the thing about these Super Bowl halftime performances are now, though. It's like it because like you don't get paid to do it, right. so it's a promotional event for you, right? Yeah. So you make the most he of think it. He's slick. He no, is. Slick. He go and sit up there and have these. You know how much money he's gonna make off this? Oh my god, he ain't getting get none of Randy's. I know. I, I'm pretty sure Chandra and them gonna gonna have something down there. I go sit with uh with, with Tig and them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my wife, can, you can come too. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, hold Might, on. He's gonna get some of somebody. I was though. like, hold on, man. Plenty. How you gonna throw you? You about to? I mean, because I think he's gonna kill the halftime show. I do I think too. He's gonna kill it. But then you are gonna announce your concert date right there, right now? Because he's a genius. Like really? In the concert <laughs> in October. I know. So you have plenty of time to 
put it on layaway Boom. or you whatever. Put it on a credit card. You can't put tickets on layaway. You can put it on a credit card. Okay, I see. That's I know basically that, but I'm just saying, Do they make? These, these, no, I don't think so. Oh, like payment plans on tickets? I don't think so. Oh. What you can do is buy it immediately and then wait for the ticket price to go way up and then resell it. Mm. That's mm. a little. If you have the, you know. Hmm. You have the money and the foresight. Yeah, I'm just saying. You can do that. I mean, she just texted me that about because we played the commercial here because obviously you must be in the car and heard it. But yeah, uh, it's on October 17th and 18th. Eight o'clock, that's a little too late for me. The other smart the thing about that is that's so long from now, it's hard to say, I, I'm busy that day. You know what I mean? No, ain't it? You don't have anything planned that that's day. Right. Who Georgia play on that Saturday? <laughs> I don't know. On the 18th. Who Georgia play on the 18th? <laughs> Somebody. Damn. Or maybe that's one of their bye weeks. That's a long. Ooh, ooh. Usher would really be sneaky ooh, then, dude. If he planted around George's bye week in Atlanta, oh, he got us, fellas. <laughs> he, hey, he, he got. What, what, he got us. Got him. We got him. Just give him your money. Give it to him right now. Is he going to bring any special guests out with him on Sunday? Because Rihanna didn't. It was all the speculation yeah. about whether she yeah. just the uh, only special guest she had was her pregnancy, which was an awesome I, way go, to announce I'm that. I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go, Lil John. Okay, I like that. Uh, and pro- he might bring Jeezy out. Oh, dude, please. Loving this club? Yeah, he might bring Jeezy out. He might bring Jeezy out. Please, please yeah. do that song. But for some reason, it seems like a lot of these halftime uh, things, they get real poppy. So I can see him play yeah. a lot of his poppy songs. Right. But not in any- But I think, yeah. I mean, that Lil John yeah, and, yeah. and Ludacris, like, yeah. that's, is that his most, like, in terms of charts? Like, that's number one, it gotta right? got to be. I would think so. I mean, he's got a million yeah. great songs. I'm not trying to... I don't to... think so, but no, it's gonna. Be, I think he's gonna kill it. He's, gonna, he's gonna freaking kill it. Yeah, because he's awesome. Yeah, he's gonna kill it. I can't wait to see it. But yeah, he think he's slick. I sit up here and put these these uh these tickets. And shout out to I got Brian. His wife said she was gonna be his Valentine. Yep, Good it worked for you, dog. That that is amazing, man. You're welcome. He said you can after pay for tickets. It's like no way. Never heard of that, but never heard of it. Either. Never heard of it. Either. But yeah, there's ways. I mean, look, you, you got till October to come up with the money. Like the tickets ain't go up. They're not gonna go up by now, from now to October, are they? Probably. They probably will. But, I mean, if whatever the afterpay thing is, maybe you get it in locked in on a price or right. something like that. Okay. But if you buy it, like we got tickets for a concert in uh, in June. And then, I don't know, the guy's gotten more popular since then, I guess. And uh, they're like double the price. Right. I'm like, well, let's just sell them. Like, it would have been cool to go to the concert, but I'd rather have $200. Right. Of course. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. I got it. I yeah. got it. I just say never. It's been a while since so I paid for a concert tickets. They'll go up on the resale site. They'll go up on the resale. Yeah. But if so you I, buy them now or whenever they go right. on sale, if you can get them from Ticketmaster then, mm-hmm. resell them on Ticketmaster's resale site. Yeah. Well, that's like it for the for the Andre 3000 flute tour mm-hmm. we were talking about. Yeah. Like, I was looking at tickets at the 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 theater that's over there in Little Five Points. It's like 500 bucks. This is a small venue, though. Yeah. But yeah. it's resale. I mean, the first price wasn't that. Right. But now, because it's a small venue, there's not that many... Tickets available. Mm-hmm. Five hundred dollars to see Drake play the flute. <laughs> yep, because he ain't going. He ain't. He ain't going. Not going to rap. He's not going off script. Doesn't matter how much yeah. you pay and how yeah, much you yeah, want him yeah. to rap. He, he's not going off script. He's not rapping. Five hundred dollars. <laughs> I love me some Drake. Me too. I don't love him to see him play no flute. Me. I like. <laughs> I would go if I was given tickets. I would go if the tickets were a little bit cheaper, but I wouldn't pay five hundred dollars. Hundred dollars. No, because I think you can get hundred dollar tickets to right. the other venue. Would you pay hundred dollars though? I don't think so. Oh, okay. No, I don't think so. You pay hundred dollars, Bo? Yeah, I would just really? to experience it. Yeah. Ain't too many things I experienced for hundred dollars. Hundred bucks a lot. It ain't even this is a lot. It's, it's like a lot. it's about the satisfaction that you get from the hundred dollars. Yeah. Like hundred dollars for to get you satisfied. That's a nice tranquil mood of a concert right there. You go in there, relax. Yeah, I don't know. That's a, I could go to a spot for forty dollars and get that. That's, that's the, true. That's yeah. the heat bill. Yeah, also, I you might be playing the flute. Hundred dollars is three days of daycare. Yeah, <laughs> you <like> know, like <laughs> you know, think about what these things are worth. Uh, the exchange the, the, the rate. See, 
Dylan, because this is what teenagers do. Dylan just texted me. Uh, I said, I just bought Drake and J. Cole tickets. What? You spent, damn, what, what kind of money? Dylan, Dylan's got, he got, he got full-time money now. So Wow. Way to go, Dylan. That early morning money that, must be he got, good. He got, that, he got that daytime money, <laughs> that, that full-time job money. I can't spend $100 to see my favorite artist. Dylan's going to. Going to J. Cole, I don't know how much he spent. Oh, I ain't going to put his money out there. I ain't going to put his money out there. I ain't going to put his money out there. Let's pay some bills. Let's yeah. get to an NFL no huddle. All right, then, grown up Dylan. Well, I guess he, he's he, he's become a man, Andy. Full price for tickets. NFL no huddle every day to kick off the noon hour this hour. Brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate. Go to MarkSpain.com. Get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. Let's hear... From a guy who would know, a guy who was uh, a player on the coaching staff under him for a number of years, Matt Ryan, talking about Raheem Morris. Well, listen, I've seen him in all kinds of different capacities. When he came to Atlanta, he started on the defensive side of the ball with the secondary. We had some issues on the offensive side of the ball. He comes over and coaches the wide receiver group. He then gets asked midseason to go back and call the plays on the defensive side of the ball and then is an interim head coach uh, in his last season with us. So I spent six years uh, around Raheem and have seen him in all of those different lights and then also competed against him early in my career when he was in Tampa as a head coach. And and I think he's a guy that, number one, connects with his players and and guys are going to love playing for him. He's got the ability to to kind of make – Make it known that he cares about his guys, but at the same time can hold them accountable. What happened that year? Which? When he... I don't know. Why know? did Raheem Morris have to switch and go help on the offense? I, I don't remember. I can't remember that. But yeah. anyway, I mean, but no, I mean, all that's true. All of that is true. Um, and just, I think this, just like when, when he was hired, and we, we pointed out the fact, like there's been coaches hired and fired for years in the NFL. It's going to happen again next year. But I've never seen it just a collective of a... Of, of, People yeah. so happy yep. for a guy to get a head coaching yep. job. Just never seen it before. Yeah, he is a universally liked. Yes, maybe even more than liked. Yeah. Maybe maybe yes. beloved yes. figure yeah. across the NFL. Yeah, which is great. That's awesome. Um, and th- like a lot of the stuff Matt Ryan's talking about, it certainly matters. Like the experience oh, yeah. matter yes. and being able to connect matter. Like a lot of the things that maybe have been said over the last couple of years about the last head coach won't be said about Raheem Morris. Mm-hmm. Like. He's not going to be snarky. He's going to have a good relationship with pretty much everybody, and that's great. But it it only matters so much. Yeah, let me you tell know? you something. You like can that's, be the nice, that's wonderful. You can be the nicest guy, charisma, all that stuff. He knows this. Rod's been in this business too long to know. Yeah, right. Winning is important to him. It's the only it's thing. It's the only thing the only that thing. matters. I don't know who the nicest coach in, yes. in the history of the it NFL matter. is. But I know who the best coach in the history yes. of the NFL is. Yeah, he also kind of happened to be one of the biggest jerks. Yes. <laughs> at least to the media. Exactly. But no one cares. Exactly. he won. Exactly. Yeah, Ra, Ra is full of all the good things that you want in a in an individual, in a coach. He has everything. He is qualified, maybe. Oh, he is all those different things. But Ra know this Ra know this business? Because mm-hmm. Ra's been fired in this business. Right. Ra knows. And I'm he, sure he, he appreciates knows, all he the, knows the compliments the and all that kind oh, of no stuff. Doubt He's about like, it. None, none of it matters. But he knows what the bottom none line of it matters. They, they got to win yes. and they got to win. Yes. Next year and the year after yes. that, there's no. Well, you know what? They took over. No, they didn't. They didn't take over a bad situation. Nope. It's a pretty good situation. They have to get the quarterback right. Yes. We all understand that, but it's a pretty good situation. So yeah, there's you know that that's what matters. All the other stuff matters too because you, you like him and it's going to be easy to like him and it's going to be easier to like him if he wins. Right. 
People are gonna, you know. But Ron's a competitor, so he, I can, he, it might be some Mondays or something. He gonna be mad they lose now. I, I hope he's, he's a hell of a competitor now. I hope he has that competitive fire. <laughs> well, of course, in him. Of course, I know yeah. that. I know that. Yeah. But yeah, we it don't have, we don't have be, to be friends with everybody yeah. if things aren't going. I good. agree. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's hear Brock Purdy. This is something that people love to do. Like when Amon Ross St. Brown was drafted and there was a few people drafted in front of him and he could name all of them, Tom Brady. I kind of love that Brock Purdy can't. Here he is being asked about the eight quarterbacks drafted ahead of him. In the NFC Championship game, you guys beat up on the Detroit Lions. They have a wide receiver in Amon Ross St. Brown. Now he's famous for knowing all the 16 wide receivers that got drafted before him. All right. There were eight quarterbacks that got drafted before you. Can you name them and what school they went to? No. No, I'm not. Yeah, honestly, I'm not that kind of guy. Um, there you go. I know a couple of the guys that got drafted before me, but I've never held a grudge for it or anything. I'm a, I'm a believer that, you know, God has a plan for everybody, and, and I fell last for a reason. And so um, I've, I haven't held any grudges against other teams. It, it all happened how it needed to, and I'm blessed to be a part, part of 49ers. Who they hate that answer. Oh, yeah. I know all of them. Boy, do they hate I, that I, answer. I know all of them. You know all the tight ends that are yeah. drafted in front of you? Yeah, but, I mean, it's like, yeah. <laughs> awesome. It's, but it's, it is what it is. Who are they? Uh, let's see. First, Jeremy well, Shockey. I know Jeremy, Jeremy Stevens. Uh, Daniel Graham. Jeremy Stevens. Uh, Doug Jolly. <laughs> Shobel. Chris Baker. Pat, uh, Justin Peel. And that's seven. So, I was eight, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then right behind me was Lazar from Virginia to Jacksonville. It goes on. on. How many of those guys played in the league longer than you? No, none of them. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. None I wish I had a list of none radio of hosts that got jobs before me. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had some sort of kill list in my mind. Dang it. I'll try to find one. Um, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> But I also love that Purdy doesn't remember because, yeah. I mean, they wanted that they to be a clickable headline. Alone, man. And he was like, I don't know. I don't leave care. him alone. Oh, Brock Purdy. He recites the names before every know, night before that, he goes to bed. Do you know that there are people out there talking about some teams are now looking for their next Brock Purdy? Well, Why, What the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> people who are out there looking for their next Brock Purdy need to be fired. If by that they mean the perfect quarterback for the system that yes. we run, yeah. then great. No, no. The, we'll, oh, we'll wait till the seventh round to draft oh, the quarterback. Oh, they mean that. Yes. Well, that's not a good idea. It's not a blueprint. If there's only one example of it, it's not a blueprint if there's only one example of it. It's just an example. It's all it is. All right, we'll come back. We'll let you hear from Raheem Morris and Terry Fontenot. They both sat down with Dukes and Bell yesterday. Great conversations. Uh, If you missed either one of them, we'll let you hear parts of both next on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Ursher, Ursher. He's from NC State. He's a receiver from NC State. I know, I'm looking he was it six up. Foot five. He was like six foot five, like 230, had all the measurables, was always hurt, and was a knucklehead. Yep. What's his damn name? I can't find it. 
No, he wasn't on this team. But he was. He played for Seattle, though. Yeah, and he was good. He was good. He was good. He, he couldn't he stop the, making mistakes. Dog, what was his name? He had the red visor. Like the oranges looking visor. Yep. NC <laughs> State, number nine. He's number pick nine overall, I think he was. Corn Robinson. Corn Robinson. Corn yeah. Robinson. Corn Robinson. He was awesome. Yes, he was so great. He just knucklehead. Why were we talking about Seneca Wallace? Because I saw a picture of they was doing. He's doing. They had the NFL Trust, and they had. Okay. He's doing something in, in the community. Oh, great. Yeah, I was like, Damn, hell yeah. Seneca was uh, was a, he was a great teammate, but I couldn't remember if he ever started or was a starter right. up there in Seattle. He was never the starting quarterback. Yeah. He started a bunch of games yeah. in 08 and 09 right. because I think it was Hasselbeck. It might have been somebody who kept getting hurt. Yeah. But yeah. And then uh, uh, he played for the Browns for a year. That's where I remember him. And then he played for the Packers we for, went a for the year. We went for the Browns. Yeah. I know uh, we got to get to this, this sound, but we were just talking about um, Andre and everything in the flute. And this has got sent to us by. Uh, Kevin Troy said that, um, and I saw this early, I just didn't read the clip. Um, Lil John is coming out with a guided meditation album. Okay. A 10-track project is probably going to be released oh, next week. What the hell is uh, guided meditation? Um, he's, yeah, he's going to walk you through some mental exercises to get you into a, um, into like a zen space. Lil John's voice is like that? <laughs> I don't think it's gonna be. I don't think it's gonna be the little John. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. So I, I don't think that's little John. I think that's little John. Okay, that's what I'm about to say. So it's two. Instead of yeah, that's what I'm it's saying. Like yes, yes, <laughs> yes. You are feeling. instead of okay. Okay, that's okay. The, okay that's okay. the proper. That's the proper position. <laughs> I know that when you, you know, I mean, yeah. ah, look at that crunk. What if it was? Look at that the crunkness in your system. <laughs> What if it was the same songs? Yes, but, but just performed exactly. differently. Three, six, nine. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, two. Turn to the window and now play. put your back on the wall. Let me play with your panty line. <laughs> yes. Oh God, that might be it though. I'm thinking. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm, 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 all, I'm all in. I'm, I'm all in. Till the Zen what? drips down your... You know what? Yeah. Uh, All right. Yes. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's hear from Raheem Morris first. Which one do we want to hear from first? Raheem Morris first. All right. The new head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. He was on with Dukes and Bell yesterday. If you missed the entire interview, it was awesome. Yes, You're going to want to check it out. It's on the website, Dukes and Bell's page. Subscribe to the Dukes and Bell podcast. Really, really cool. The coolest thing was both of these guys were on in the same segment. So it was just like 25 straight minutes of Fontenot and then right into Raheem Morris. But we'll go Raheem Morris first. Um, talking about why this was the job for him. This is a celebration, man. And like We've made this thing bigger than it is, right? We made this thing different. And I want everybody to know we're in this thing together, right? It's not me against the media. It's not the media against me. It's out here and it's about winning. And we want to win. We want to win for our community. We want to win for Atlanta, and we got some big. We got some big things we got to do. You talked about coming back here, um, and now you get this opportunity. And I think Mike and I have said this. Listen, you get a job at, at 32, a head coaching job. It is completely different now, and in, in your experience, and you know, Super Bowl champion, and all the things you bring. And it's like, rah. I'm excited. And I'm telling Atlanta, like we have to give Raheem Morris and this staff a chance to start fresh. Right? That, that is the thing. And I think that question that Mike's talking about, it lingers because we've been here and we all hurt and we all went through that. But this is new. It's fresh. And this is your opportunity to, to build your staff and have your team. The circumstances were different last time. Dukes, Mike, man, don't ask anybody for anything. It's our job to go earn it. Right? Let's get this staff in place. Let's get him a chance to get with Terry and his staff. Let's get this group together. Let's get this team together. Every year you go in this league, it's going to be different. No matter what year it is, it is right. what it is, right? 
Let's embrace that, right? Let's embrace the things that we can embrace. Let's go out there and fight the fight that we can fight. And the only fight we can do every single day is getting better. A little birdie told me, you blew them away in the interview. <laughs> what did you do? Because you were going up against all these other guys that we were talking right. about, right. the Bill Belichicks of the world and all these other guys. And I hear he blew us away. And I'm like, what? What did you say? And what, what did you do? That Did you walk out of there and feel like, yeah, I have the job. I know I've got this job. No. I mean, um, you go through that process and you present your best self. And that's all I can do. I can be the best version of Raheem Morris when I walked in that room. That's what I tried to do. And I wanted to go show a collaborative form of a guy that wanted to win a championship with you guys, right? And that's what I wanted to show. I wanted to be a people-first organization, the people-first run, and I wanted to show that. And I wanted to be collaborative with the guys that were in the room, collaborative with the guys that we're going to add to the room, and I wanted to let that show at the highest level. And when I walked out, you just felt like this is a group that you want to do it with. Mm. And that was important to me, right? I was interviewing them just as much as they was interviewing me. And so, I wanted to make sure I was done the right way. It just seems like this team is poised right now. You're getting at the right spot, but now to put your stamp on it. And, and what, now what do you expect from your players, by the way? What do, you, what do you expect from your guys? I just talked about the word. Everybody used the cool word culture, right? What does right. that really mean? Culture is really what's happening <laughs> when you're not there, coach. Mm. What are your players doing? How are they representing the community? Mm. How are they representing themselves? You know, what do we bring back to the table? Like, that, that's what the real culture is when I'm not around. That's who we are. That's who we got to be. Is there any one lesson, one thing off the top of your head that says the biggest thing that's changed in you or you haven't changed, just the circumstances have changed or the vision is still the same, but now you've fine-tuned it? You better be changing every single day. You either get better or you get worse. And I think the fact that I was able to take the lessons from here, being a big part of listening, part of Arthur's culture and what he brings, I think that was a huge part for me, right? Having to take that to the Rams, talking about listening and then taking some of the stuff from Sean McVay and the we might, we not, me might need mentality. Right. And, and really, it all boils back to what Arthur said in the beginning. It's people first. There you have it. That's part of the uh, the conversation with the new head coach, Raheem Morris, yesterday. If you, that was about three and a half minutes of it. it a ten-minute chat. He also obviously did a full press conference, which you can listen to on the website as well. But the, the, interview, with, the interview with Dukes and Bell is better than press conference. Definitely. It's, 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 yeah, it's, definitely. Yeah, it's so much better. More personable. Yes, yes. They were able to kind of yes. dig into some of the nuts and bolts of it. Like that part of it. The last question that Mike asked is, is really interesting to me is like, um, okay, you got a head coaching job at 32, now you're 47. That's mm-hmm. a 15-year difference. Mm-hmm. How are you different? Because I can only imagine it's, I mean, it's infinite, right? Yeah. You're so different in so many different ways. And the job is different. Can you even think back? And EA is like, well, you're 32, and you're that young, and you've only had success. Because the first year he was a position coach with Tampa, they won the Super Bowl. Yep. So the first year he's a coach in the NFL Super Bowl, oh, this is easy. This yep. is great. Mm-hmm. And then within five years, he's a head coach. Yep. Like, that's a fast track, man. Then, like, that doesn't happen for people. You don't even realize that you could be a really good person and still be so arrogant at mm-hmm. that point. And do, I know everything. Mm-hmm. Of course I know mm-hmm. everything. Because all I've done is succeed. Mm-hmm. I can't fail. I'm the golden child. Yep. And then it's, oh, wait, no, it's really hard. Yeah. It's really, really hard. I think failing, you know, is such a great teacher a lot of time. And for him to have that, look, I'm not saying you can't only have success and it's fine. Some people do that. But, like, to be humbled yeah. the way you that learn, it happened to him I think is incredibly important. You learn more from your failures than you do your victories anyway. Yeah, probably. You do. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, obviously being up under the guys that he was under, the staff that he was on, you had to listen because you're not the man. You know what I mean? And he's he has the kind of cachet that Sean McVay listens to him. You know what I mean? And things like that. And so, yeah, I mean, you learn so much from from, um, from from going through things like that. Because you're right. I remember when Rock got the job. We were all, I mean, because he was. The, they looked at him as Mike T, as a Mike Tomlin disciple. 
and and they looked at him like, and it was good when it was good until it wasn't. And a lot of that was out of his control, considering how they ran that organization, yeah, how they tried to. It was to, a bad. It situation. was a bad situation for him. It, it was a bad situation for a coach who was as young as he was. Yeah. And so, yeah, he got a second shot. Hopefully, he. Uh, I mean, obviously, hopefully he takes advantage of it. Um, all right, do we have time to do this? It's kind of long. Yeah. You know, I mean, can we do the second chunk? All right, let's do the second chunk. It's a little bit shorter. Here's Terry Fontenot talking about that word again, the collaboration between him and Raheem. The idea of uh, you cooking, we said, let Terry cook. And the, the job he did with free agency, especially on the defensive side, bringing in Jesse Bates, getting 13 sacks from a couple of veteran quarterbacks. What's his philosophy? How, how are you guys going to work together on the defensive side? As soon as the coaches get in town next week, we're going to sit down and really spend a lot of time with them going through our roster, not only that, but then going through, okay, what are we looking for ideally? We've got to all be hunting, right. looking for the same thing. And so we're going to make sure we get on the same page regarding that, and we're going to formulate that right plan, but we're not going to close any doors. We're going to be very aggressive and do what we have to do to get this team where it needs to be. The collaborative nature of picking the personnel sometimes is tough for us or the fan base to figure out. Was Arthur the lead, Arthur Smith at the time on some of these decisions, or it truly was a collaboration on everything you've done the last three years? Yeah, it truly was collaboration. And, and again, I've said I appreciate my relationship with Arthur, and I, I do believe from 2021 to, to this point, uh, there have been some good things, and, and we have this team is, is in a better place than it was three years ago. And obviously, there's things that we need to do better, but I would say it was a truly collaborative relationship, much like moving forward with Raheem. It'll be total collaboration. Uh, we'll be on the same page, and we'll do it together. What is uh, your biggest challenge now? This is done. What becomes Terry Fontenot's biggest challenge now this offseason, in your opinion? Well, we've got to formulate that plan. And, and, again, that starts with spending time with Raheem and the coaching staff in the front office, and we have to sit down, go through our roster, go through what we need, and have that plan, look at free agency, look at the draft, have that right plan to go out and get the things that we need so we can move forward. And, again, it's not just about players from outside the building. Have that right plan for the players in the building and continue to improve. So the first step was getting the right head coach. We did that. I truly believe we have the right head coach, the right leader of man. We're very excited about that. Now we have to formulate the right plan for this offseason, execute that plan, and get this team ready to go. Okay. There you go. I mean, that's a long way of saying get the quarterback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Collaborate, we collaborate. It. We get all that. I mean, but the thing about it is because we're here, that happens on 32 teams that it's not a one man thing. I mean, there's I mean, there there's people who have more say in this and that. And as far as who's here, who's not here and things like that. But for the most part, like Terry's not going to cut somebody and Rod don't know about it. Or, or, or things like that. They will talk and discuss and everything like that. And no, they won't agree on everything because nobody ever does. Right. That's where the compromise But you don't want to be like, you don't want to be Mike Vrabel and find out that A.J. Brown gets traded on TV. Yes, yes. You know what I mean? That's, see, that's what like, I'm saying. That's not that's, collaborating. That was a disaster waiting yeah, to happen. Yeah. Like that, you got to avoid yes, that. That's a disaster. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. this, everything is, is kind of like that. But yeah, there it is. In. The collaboration word. They're a collaborative group up there in Flower Branch. Now just collaborate some wins. Yeah, man. <laughs> Let's do it. that. Collaborate Collaborate with the scoreboard yep. and make sure That's you have it. more points than the other yes. team does. We'll come back and get to the back page with Bo after this on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game.
Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, the midday show with Andy and Randy with you here Tuesday afternoon, 20 minutes away from getting back into the big story of the day. Of course, the uh, introductory press conference yesterday of new head coach Raheem Morris. We'll get to the back page with Bo in just a minute as well. Do want to remind you, tomorrow night, if you don't have plans to, to watch the Hawks game, come hang out with me, 92.9 The Game, Michelob Ultra. We've got the watch party uh, against the Celtics. First road game in a while. Nice little home stand, 4-2. Right. Hard to beat Boston in Boston. Until recently. Until recently. Until recently. It's been easier Austin to do Reeves that. Bonkers yeah, on. if Austin Reeves can do it, then hopefully the Hawks can do it as well. Uh, and again, that'll be tomorrow night, uh, February 7th from 7 to 9 at Bench Warmers on Rock Quarry Road in Stockbridge. So we'll be down there on the south side from 7 to 9 watching this game. So come by, hang out. we got $150 to the Hawks gift shop, mm-hmm. Hawks tickets, all kinds of good giveaways. We'd love to see you there. I love it. I, I, I love that part about the fact that you're going down on the south side on a Wednesday. Love it. In this, in, in this, in this school. Look, uh, before we get back, because we're talking about, you know, as far as senior bowl, senior bowl practices count and everything like that. And we always talk about, and this is the name that you brought up yesterday, was I just read that, um, that – what is it? Spencer Rattler. Oh, yeah. Is climbing up draft boards because of the single Stock ball. is rising. The stock is rising. And I go back to three years ago, he was rejected as number one pick in the following draft. Remember stock that? Stock was dropping. Stock was dropping. So now is the stock going back up? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, don't gamble on that. No. No, don't, don't reach. Don't reach. Mm-mm. Don't reach. No, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Good on that one. Good on that one, too, Andy. We did that one. Kind of. Kind of, but I mean... I just, I'm just not for settling here in Atlanta no more. Like that just, that would be a settle. Settle ain't got, ain't got you nowhere. Mm-mm. It ain't, it ain't got you nowhere. Go be greedy. Go call them. Shot town. Dollar bill. What it is? I want one of them quarterbacks. Whichever one you want to give me, I want one of them. All right. Hey, Chris. <laughs> great Super Bowl win, dog. Um, you want to come anchor my defense for the next five years, Chris? Jones. Oh, Chris Jones. Yeah. Yeah. You, you want to come anchor the defense for the next five years? Oh, okay. <laughs> Terry, write the check. <laughs> yes. Go get. Go for it. Randy McMichael, front office negotiator. Go for it. I love it. Yeah. I'm, what, what, I'm did, for all what of did it. Terry tell uh, Dukes of Vegas? We want to be aggressive. Yep. Ain't nothing more aggressive than that. Nothing. Nothing would be more aggressive nothing than more trading aggressive up than to get the number one yes. draft pick. There would yeah. be nothing yeah. more aggressive than that. Let's go, man. I love it. Let's go for it. Yeah. Do it. Let's have a party, man. I remember that damn night because we came up here that night when um. When uh, when Mike was drafted, when when Mike was drafted, we came to Atlanta. We was up there at school, and when they picked Mike, it was bonkers in Atlanta to get a damn quarterback of like like Mike Vick. Go get one. Go. Get, I'm not saying Caleb is Mike, but go get one. The excitement in this city, you go get it. Yeah. Yes, it'd be a lot yes. more exciting than if you drafted Spencer Rattler. Yes, it would be. Yeah. Yes. Right. Let's get to the back page. Be aggressive, with Andy. B e a g g r e s s i v e. This hour brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate. Go to MarkSpain.com, get a guaranteed offer on your home today, and start packing a Lobo. Maybe Spencer Rattler can be somebody's Brock Purdy. Huh. No, no, you don't think they should They're, they're looking for that? the Brock Purdies. No? Okay. Maybe. <laughs> they're looking for um, This just coming through, but not anything that we need to talk about. Clayton Kershaw returns to the Dodgers, so good for you. No, that is good. I think that's, yeah. I think I, that's cool. I'm a big Clayton Kershaw I, I, I didn't. I'll be honest with you. I didn't realize that um, he was a free agent. Yeah. I know, you know he was banged up and probably not going to be able to pitch for half the year or whatever, but like, the idea of Clayton Kershaw being anything other than a Dodger is very kind of sounds weird. weird. Yeah, it would be really weird. So uh, you got to love this week because it's a week, you know, Super Bowl week, opening night last night. Lots of funny stuff being said by people that play football, and we get to see them not in serious post-game press conferences and stuff like that. So uh, I'm going to start here with this one. This one actually comes from the Pro Bowl. In the NFC's head coach for the Pro Bowl, Eli Manning, 
Not sure what the context was behind this, but Eli Manning apparently is a rapper, and he's rapping about not only winning the Pro Bowl twice. I'm Eli Manning. I'm nice. Tom Brady's the GOAT. Sight! I beat him twice! Oh! Hold him back! Hold him back! That's, that's how you good. get a team hype for a flag that's football game right there. That's pretty good right there. I just like those guys. I do too. I don't know. They're dorks, yes. but they were really good quarterbacks. Yes. They're very funny, yes. and they're just, uh, I don't know, they're just very likable. So the, the emergence of Eli Manning, the personality, has it, been really been, fun post-career. Awesome. Yeah, I, I enjoy it. Sometimes <laughs> embracing who you are is, uh, is very, very important, and you hear noise from the outside. It's always very always important. important. Got to be yourself. who you are. Be yourself. Another thing that's fun about these we, this week before the Super Bowl is you get to ask players not-so-serious questions. Here's somebody asking Pat Mahomes to do a Kermit impersonation. Oh, oh no. Yes. yes. I'm talking right now. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, so that, that must be the craziest well thing, too. I guess it must have been. I guess been. it must have be. been, yeah. uh, That was awesome. That's really good. There you go, yeah. Pat. Embrace it. And that's the biggest thing. Embrace it. I'm talking right I'm now. I'm talking <laughs> right now. <laughs> I've always been kind of curious as to how he felt. Because you know that he hears that. Sure. He's probably heard his whole he life. He knows what his he voice, knows sounds, what his voice like. sounds like. <laughs> you can't You've be listened surprised. to yourself. Yeah, like he's been famous for long enough to where he's heard what his voice yes. sounds like a lot. Like yes. if he cared about it, maybe he'd try to change it. You know, like Carl Anthony Towns does, you know? Oh, God. Like he tries to change don't, his voice from time to time. Don't, don't, don't get cat voice. Hey, yeah. Um, or like Russell Wilson, yeah, oh, kind of for a while. ACL. Change it up a little bit. We got a deal. ACL. Patrick Mahomes knows who he is. We got a deal. Don't change anything, Pat. You be you. Another thing that's Nothing been, better happens in life is when you figure out who you are yeah. and you get comfortable with yeah. it. And another extension of that is I'm sure you all have seen the pic of Pat Mahomes after their last win in the locker room without his shirt off and the dad bod flowing. No. You haven't seen the pic? Oh, it's, it, it's all over the Pat internet. Pat Mahomes with the dad bod? Yeah, man, got a little gut and everything, Solid. man. So Love here, it. Here's Pat Mahomes being asked about that dad bod. Okay. And if he would rather a six-pack. Uh, another Super Bowl for sure. I, I have a six-pack. It's just under the dad bod. So there you it's go. just, if, if, if you feel, I mean, there might be some skin there, but then underneath that, the six-pack's there. You just got to get real close and you got to squint a little bit, and I think you'll see it. <laughs> Not everybody is like that, you know? Not everybody built like Cam Newton and stuff, right. man. Right. Got, and you can tell the way Pat is. Like, he, he, he he's a. Uh, Built chest out, butt back. You know what I mean? Like he's a duck. He's built. Built chest, like a duck. Yeah, he's chest out, butt chest back. Chest out, butt back. Yeah, that's, okay. how, that's how he built. That's how he runs. That can be an athletic yeah. build, though. Yeah, it could be. Like, people, yeah. people have that sometimes. Yeah, the chest like out. Like, Nick Van Exel was kind of like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, the chest out, butt back. <laughs> something we were also talking about the last couple of weeks. By the way, though, actually. like, I see the picture right now. Like, 98% of, of adult men over the age of 30 would like to look like that. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. He's not, like, fat. You know what I mean? Like, he looks fine. I, I'm just, no, not, I don't think he's not having jacked a dad out of bod his is, mind. means fat. It just means in between. Got it. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're dad bods. There's a scale of dad yeah. bod, we're, though. Yeah, like, there probably but, is. Yeah. yeah, but we're dad bods. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're dad I'm, bods. I'm, I'm certainly Bo's not, not dad. Bo, Bo, got, Bo got the slender sleekness bottom. Bo looks like he does push-ups for a living. But then you will. We got dad bods. If, if anybody wants to pay me to do push-ups, I'll happily do as many as you want me to. How many, I would love to do push-ups for a living. How many can you do? I can do a few. <laughs> like, I'm you know? all about the, the – the, the best things about dad bods, especially whenever you go see other dads and from other countries and other places, is the ones that just don't give it up. With the big hairy back, with the belly, with the little shorts on, and just be like, hell yeah, dog. You know what I mean? Like, I ain't, I ain't – yeah. be like, yourself. I, I ain't never been a, 
a t-shirt in the pool guy ever. You know, um, there's nothing wrong with that. But yeah, just like let it out. Yeah, man, let it out, dog. Especially, especially like you're a little older. Yeah, you got a lady already. Yeah, who cares? Because as long as she, she loves you, yeah, as long as she, it, it, as long as she loves me, and what she it's all me, about right there. That's all it's about. Yeah, she loves all that. Oh. So we were curious well, about love, this, baby. about this next guy for the last couple of weeks as to whether or not he was going to even get an invitation to the Super Bowl. Well, for one thing, he made the trip. Here's Kadarius Tony being asked about being a wide receiver one. You're number one receiver in this league? Yeah, if I get it. Yeah, if I get the ball, yeah. <laughs> if I get the ball, I'm a number one receiver. Now, I'm not sure if he's going to end up dressing out on Super Bowl Sunday. But, they hey, Kadarius Tony man. made the they trip. Can't, they can't let that man dress out. You think they have some? Who else do you do you put on your roster? Who's your fifty third? I mean, they, I mean, they, he's he's on the roster, but they could like he can he could be a healthy scratch. Oh, they went they won three playoff road games without him. They've gotten this. They've far gotten this far without him. Maybe he's the he's the key to beating the 49ers. Trick play, Tony. Maybe I can't let him play. Maybe I can. Or maybe he goes out there and does something. Lines up offside. Like, like it seems to me on like the coolest the, play the, of the year. The odds of him doing something. Bone Remember headed? that? Yeah. Remember that? Yes. When they like yes. the coolest play of the yes. whole season, he was offside and like up. the odds of him there in Vegas. The odds of him doing something that he's not supposed to do is greater than him doing something he's supposed to do. Oh, yeah. so nope. Vegas Absolutely. wants Kadarius Tony in the game, yes, just so they can take bets on what he's going to do. Boneheadedness. Yeah, <laughs> he's going to Kadarius Tony being on the field in the game makes for a more unpredictable outcome. Because he'll do something wild. 100%. Like, he's going to make a big play. And then fumble. Yep. Or something. Yeah. Like, so, or maybe he's going to do something maybe he crazy. Maybe finishes his story and makes a big play. Or yeah, or maybe, yeah, it's like Percy Harvin. Like, maybe he has his Percy Harvin moment. And I guess he had that last year, didn't he? Kadarius Tony came yes. up with a huge play last year when they needed it most. And then uh, here's one that uh, I'm sure y'all have seen or the listeners out there have seen at least the surface of this one. Um, so Pat Mahomes' dad last week gets a DUI. Um, don't need to really go into that outside of the fact of, hey, man, uh, don't drive places. You're Pat Mahomes' son. Yep. Uh, the judge Get a in Smith County, Texas, did tell Pat Mahomes Sr. that he was allowed to travel out of state, so Pat okay. Mahomes will be able to attend the Super Bowl to did, see his boy. Did Pat anybody Jr. ask him yesterday? About that? Yeah. I don't think so. Okay. okay. Maybe, but I don't. Uh, ask Pat. Yeah, yeah, somebody asked him oh, about so it. He really? just deferred. He's oh, like, yeah, personal that business, as he like, should. That's not the right okay. question to All ask. Right. I'm just like, I mean, because – his daddy, every time you see him, and you, most of the time you see him at celebration after his son has won the Super Bowl, right? He be lit. It is usually a celebratory yeah, event. Yeah, he, he lit, but he is always drunk. Yeah, he's always lit, <laughs> smoking on that Baltimore, smoking on that Lamar Jackson. Yeah, yeah. But, Come on, yeah, man, don't drive. Don't drive. Don't drive. I'm just telling you right now. Especially but, don't drive with an open container. Yeah, that, that's the uh, that that mug shot though. Third DUI. Third, third Could, one. Third Super Bowl. Third. Yeah, maybe they're. That can't be a good no, luck charm, no. It's no. not. That's no. not. Get a driver. Get a driver. Call an Uber. You got that. I'm sure your son has – well, I mean, he was a professional baseball player, wasn't he? Be safe. Yeah. He was a professional baseball player for 10 years. Yeah. Yeah, just uh, get you an Uber. Get you an Uber. Get you an Uber. Or a Lyft, whichever you prefer. Yes. All right, we'll come back. Uh, we'll get to the big story of the day to kick off the 1 o'clock hour. Talk some college football with Brandon Adams coming up at 120 as well. We'll get to an AMA an hour from right now. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game.